Hello, and welcome to the Origins Podcast, hosted by Ian Pullman and Vicente Enriquez. Hey guys, welcome into the Origins Podcast. My name is Ian, and I'm here with my co-hosts. Hello, this is Vicente. And uh, we are going to be talking about the origins of Valentine's Day uh, on, on today's episode, which is episode number five. We're on and, episode number five. That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool, and it's timely too. It's right around the corner. It's coming up, right? It's yeah, um, Valentine's Day will be two days after this this show releases, so we're going to release on Friday the 12th. So happy Valentine's Day, early Valentine's Day to everybody. Um, it, it to, to, I, 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 we were talking how it, I well to me it, it feels a far distant Valentine's feel, but I mean, just researching this and talking about it, kind of brings me into the feeling of whatever Valentine's Day, you know, brings into us that feeling. So it's good. It's good that we're talking about it, so we could get into that. Like we're gonna get into whatever, like the commercial feeling of it, but yeah, it's good that we're talking about it. Getting into the Valentine's Day mood. Hopefully, this will help put a little uh, different perspective, maybe, for people on on Valentine's Day. Because we just, when we think of Valentine's Day now, we think about the chocolates and and the roses and the cards and you know. All that stuff, romantic nights. The, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And uh, this is a—it's become quite a commercial holiday, you know. Now, um, but we want to get into its its uh, its its roots, I guess. And like a lot of uh, like a lot of holidays, um, we can trace its roots back to to ancient Rome. You know, the the Romans had a bunch of holidays. It eventually ended up becoming. You know, modern Christmas, Valentine's Day, uh, even Easter. But uh, the Roman festival in particular uh, would be is called uh, Lupercalia. And it was a fertility festival that was held every year on February 15th. We're not sure exactly of the origins, um, but the name itself is thought to be derived from the Latin word lupus, meaning wolf. And of course, if anyone is, you know, studies Roman history, we know the the she-wolf found the the brothers Romulus and Remus, and they would go on to, uh, you know, found found the Roman civilization. Uh, so interesting that this festival might go all the way back to to the foundation of Rome. The foundation of Rome, and, and I I I I'd like to point out that you don't really hear too much about the Rome Roman foundation, right? And you you, you kind of mentioned to me that. Like in pop culture, you don't hear about how it was founded, like the origins of Rome. That's another. That's another time we could talk about that. But yeah, like you mentioned to me, that's mostly you hear. You see the the empire, like what's already established of the Roman Empire in in pop culture, you know, in 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 TV. So it's interesting that Valentine's Day kind of does celebrate the origin, but we don't see it that way now. You know, it's just you know love and everything but it's supposed to like celebrate the the beginnings right of rome <laughs> yeah it's uh, apparently you know that's what some scholars believe that it, that this you know its origins go all the way back to romulus and remus and and yeah we all, all the great stories are you know the 
crazy psychopathic emperors like Caligula and Commodus and Domitian, but then we also the Republic, you know, falling to the Empire. That's another big thing that we hear about a lot. But we don't we don't talk about the Roman uh, the Roman monarchy that was you know the first two hundred years or so, seven fifty three to five hundred nine BC <laughs> uh, was the Roman monarchy. So we don't really talk about that a lot. And that, that's like what two like almost three thousand years ago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, and and this even goes back to when was Rome found? Ian? Uh, April twenty first, seven fifty three BC. There we go. <laughs> was, okay, cool. Yeah, seven fifty three. They so, yeah. built a big old temple to Jupiter, Capitolinus, and that was. But then we could talk about Rome. That's that's a that's another podcast. <laughs> Um, but anyway, this festival itself, it was, uh, it was conducted by priests called Lupercy, um, and they would sacrifice some goats and a dog and they would have several, several other rituals, but the main event was this large feast after the sacrifice. So everyone that participated in the festival would sit down and they would just have this huge, huge feast and, um. And then the the Lupercy would cut strips off the animals, the sacrificed animals' flesh, and the men would men would go around the city and they would whip the women with the <laughs> with these strips of flesh from the goats wow. and the dog, and this was supposed to make women fertile for the next year, you know, to hopefully grant them fertility and and you know a, a child and everything. So that's where this festival really starts so everyone will get just loaded on food and booze i believe or wine right because yep. romans like the wine more definitely <laughs> and pretty much just they'll sacrifice this wolf and tear yeah. off their, their their limbs or like what was it did you said it was a uh, yeah so they, they sacrificed some goats and a dog but I mean, dog back then was probably closer to a little closer to a wolf. Yeah, <laughs> now. and and that goes to the lupus, right? Of of, of the foundation of Romanus and Remus, right? Yeah, going back to the the uh, beginnings. Yeah, the she wolf oh, that wow, okay. that you know symbolized <laughs> Rome. I, okay, I I could see like the wild, the fertility. You know, you're kind of trying to, you know, I guess make the next generation of children. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> You know, maybe, you know, this is a fertility festival that, you know, maybe, it, again, if you know your Roman history, the there wasn't a lot of women originally in Rome, so they had to invite um, some of their neighboring tribes over, and then they ended up, like, you know, killing all the men and taking all the women because they needed to populate Rome and make kids. So maybe maybe this, this goes further back to that beginning, the beginnings of Rome, because that was in the very early early years of of the roman monarchy too so this this festival seems like it goes really back to making rome great you kind know. of make them soldiers right yeah exactly make more kids you know so uh so yeah th- that'd be interesting kind of to make that connection uh but yeah they, they would whip the women and they would hope that they were that would make them fertile you and, know? and that went on for i want to say centuries yeah, a long time. Uh, there's no real date that we can associate or that we can, you know, put with when this began. But uh, it's thought to have begun in you know several hundred years. Uh, you know, like a like three, four hundred BC, maybe even earlier than that. Uh, and it it went on like that for a long time until the fifth century AD, when uh, Pope uh, Galatius the first 
he wanted to stop this Lupercalia, Lupercalia festival. And so he went ahead and decreed that the day before the Lupercalia, which was February 15th, um, uh, the day before on February 14th, it would become St. Valentine's Day, which effectively ended Lupercalia. And so the Pope was Catholic? Already? Yeah, the, from the Catholic Church in Rome. So, so Rome became, yeah, okay. And Lupercalia was considered, I guess, to the to the Catholic Church like a wilding festival or a, what was it called? The a pagan? Okay. Yeah, a pagan festival. And again, we see that a lot with you know the Catholic Church changing Roman pagan festivals into Christian festivals. Again, Christmas, Easter, Valentine's Day. They're trying to still let people celebrate and have the parties and all that, but they're trying to kill the symbol symbolism of it i guess their culture and put it like hey instead of celebrating that celebrate this saint right yeah <laughs> it's like uh subtract roman deity add jesus or saint in there and let's celebrate them i mean just you can't stop them just hey just just do this now and celebrate this guy and we'll leave you alone because if you celebrate this other person we're gonna kill you right pretty much sure. So we see the Catholic Church, you know, throughout history do this. So they've changed this festival. They've effectively killed it. And um, so the problem is that Pope Galatius, he didn't specify which St. Valentine he meant because apparently there's several in Catholic canon. Um, so it kind of left people guessing. The, <laughs> the most commonly, you know, the one that people were most commonly thought was St. Valentine, the patron saint of lovers who lived during the third century in Rome. They're just like, okay, man, we need, we need a saint. We need a saint. Uh, okay. Give me the one that has the most <laughs> names. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they, they found one. <laughs> um, yeah. There, there's several St. Valentine's, but yeah, this one is this St. Valentine, the patron saint of lovers. He's the one associated with the, uh, the uh, mythology here, I guess the canon. Uh, he was a bishop in Rome under emperor Claudius II who outlawed the Roman soldiers and legionnaires, you know, from, from marrying because he thought marriage would make them soft. So, uh, St. Valentine, you know, he would, he would marry these soldiers and their, their brides in secret. And he did this for quite a while. And, uh, unfortunately he was, he was caught. Wow. That already sounds romantic. Right. (laughs) Well, that's, that's, you know, that's part of the, uh, the story here, uh, he, he would marry the soldiers and their brides, and uh, uh, he was eventually caught by the, the emperor, the emperor's men. That, that's the first catch of the romance right? aspect. I mean, fertility, now this is the romance. And now it's more, yeah, now it's more about romantic love, right? Because it's like marrying Secret kind of. love. It's less about specifically fertility, like yeah. the Lupercalia Festival was. It's about marriage. And this is about, yeah, more like Marriage Secret and marriage commitment uh, and, under the law. <laughs> yeah, and he was a bishop presiding over it, so it was, you know, the holy ceremony and everything. Uh, so I see where you're going with that. It's uh, less about the fertility now. It's more just about the romantic love and God's love, possibly. Well, well, instead of whipping each other with animal skins with, and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with bloody animal skins. <laughs> um 
He was uh, Saint Valentine was was caught and sentenced to death on February fourteenth. <laughs> so it all works out, right? Um, Gotta know how he died, right? <laughs> he uh, he, while he was in prison, he would converse with the jailer's daughter, you know, who brought him food and everything. She was blind, and you know he he was said to have reached through the bars, Saint Valentine the jail bars and, and touched her eyes and she was able to see again. It was a miracle. Um, and, and St. Valentine fell in love with her. And before he died, before he was, he was killed on the 14th of February, he wrote her a love note and signed it from your Valentine. And that's where we get the, whatever. That's the so cheesy. It, it is cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> this whole concept is, is kind of cheesy. It's so right romantic. <laughs> Um, I like that. I, I mean, I I get it. I mean, someone had to make that up to sell it to somebody, right? Like, yo, let's make this a day. It's, it's Valentine cards, right? Yeah, that's the story. <laughs> <laughs> the, the guy that made Valentine cards was was the, was the same guy that made up that story about Saint Valentine sending my dear Valentine, right? I don't know. It's uh, it, like you said. It's pretty cheesy, but you know, I think they're they're trying to play. We're trying to play on that today. I'm sure as well with all the with all the commercialism and everything of of the uh, the holiday. So yeah, um, Valentine's Day, you know, was uh was celebrated for after that for almost a thousand years in honor of the martyr Saint Valentine. However, in the Middle Ages, it changed, you know, it gained some traction as a holiday celebrating romantic love even more than just celebrating the martyr, you know, and his story. Um, in uh, medieval England and France and, and some of those, some of that area uh, around there, uh, they, February 14th was believed to be the beginning of the birds mating season in, in those areas. <laughs> and, okay. um, yeah, so they... They celebrated again fertility, but you know romantic love and and everything. I, I, so, I could just see it becoming like a little traditional thing in the town or the in the the queen and the king. It was just a day of, hey, go show your love to somebody, right? For a thousand years, right? Like it, 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 it stopped. It was stop stop being about the martyr, you know, about Saint Valentine, but. And the story of the relate of the romance romance kind of became more famous than him, right? Yeah, uh, it, it be, yeah, just the the romantic, and he he was the patron patron saint of love, you know, um, of lovers. So even more, right? Cause it it all just has worked together and morphed over like just over a too, thousand too, years. It just sounds too <laughs> too nice. It sounds too nice, neat, you know. Except for like the Luper Kelly part. Is the, like pretty car, pretty raw, but this other part just sounds pretty like nice and neat. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the Catholic. I, I think that was the Catholic Church's, the Pope's intention was to make it a nice and neat festival, not about paganism and fertility and sacrificing goats and stuff. You know, just make it make it about love. <laughs> like okay, even like even written down in history, and just make it like yeah, that Saint Valentine he. I don't know. Just I, I, I could see how it did become very commercial. <laughs> yeah, it, um, be, it, 
it still wasn't a commercial festival, obviously, at this point. But uh, after a few hundred more years, it started to morph into a, a holiday where small gifts were exchanged, cards, letters, uh, sometimes sweets and whatnot. So that that's where it really started to become a more of a gift-giving kind of holiday. And then eventually it's it's come so far to America now where it's just gained so much traction the gifts and now it's it's roses and and dinners and all kinds of stuff and I, it's I become mean, very commercial it, yeah commercial but and now that i'm thinking about like damn like february like you don't really have any other you know you, you got to stimulate the economy somehow right <laughs> like yeah you know how many flowers are set how many flower people make sales and uh transportation gas it's insane how much Valentine's Day set like it's like a stimulus to to the economy too <laughs> basically I mean it's uh we're just saying kind of in jest but it's it's not really it's, but it's, <laughs> it kind of goes back to that lubricator yeah we're not whipping each other with like you know men and women but kind of feasting right yeah so you go to dinners you know you kind of drink a bunch of alcohol and eat fine foods you know with the one you partake with you know you want your beloved you know <laughs> and then you cut a chunk off a goat and hit her with it <laughs> yeah, she into it right if, into it. <laughs> if that's your thing <laughs> for sure that's that's i, I, I do wonder if, if um we, we, we i did not find anything modern people that kind of celebrate look at lupercalia i'm gonna dive more into researching if there's any modern today people <laughs> that there, there may be um <laughs> But yeah, we we uh, that's a very general kind of timeline there for the origins. We we all know what it's evolved into, and after the after the change in the Middle Ages of you know celebrating it as as kind of a, the birds mating season, making it more about romantic love, and then it morphed over the years into the gift giving um, holiday. You know, it it's really just continued to gain steam. It hasn't changed much since then. Uh, it's just become more commercialized and everything. So that's that's how we get to where we're at today but these are all the very early origins of you know the main origins of how it it has become the holiday it is today and um we're going to do something a little bit different on this episode uh you can go on our facebook and we're going to post an artwork um it is by andre kamesi and it is a it's called lupercalia it was uh done in 1635 and it is oil on canvas uh he was an italian an italian painter in the 17th century and this depicts kind of what a lupercalia might have looked like obviously this was a thousand this was painted a thousand years after the last lupercalia was uh was celebrated but it's an interesting depiction we see the goat um in the background on the floor he's being cut with a knife by one of the the lupercy priests and and you see he's cutting off strips of flesh you see uh, a man in white uh white robes with his his toga pulled over his head that is possibly an emperor well the pontifex maximus they would have called him because uh, he presided over large festivals there's a, a mm, man with the trumpet right behind him <laughs> yeah, playing music, and that's a, that was a big theme of of any big festival, any big holiday in Rome, uh, or in, in Roman well, times. Well, a horn, right? A horn, music. I don't know. 
Yeah, we see that. Uh, we see other another horn or flute or some type of some type of instrument. If you look to the the man in white there in the back, if you look to his left, there's another person playing a horn. Uh, there's there's men in the foreground and they've got the strips of flesh. You see them, you know, swinging those those strips at, at women below them. The ladies are no. Yeah. <laughs> And there's just general merriment going on. You see the Colosseum, uh, the Roman Colosseum there in the background. Uh, very, you know, obviously we can't say if it's accurate or not, but uh, it, it seems for the most part to be true to uh, to the time period, uh, especially, of course, it was done by an Italian painter. So, you know, during the Italian Renaissance, which they were all about bringing back the classical... Uh, it's an interpretation. I mean, th- th- this is old, right? It goes back to 1635, you said? Yeah, this was done in 1635, and Lupercalia was changed by the Catholic Church in the 5th century, so for, yeah, 1,200 years. So it's still, even to them, uh, Lupercalia was far distant yeah. to the artist, and it's an interpretation. So, <laughs> so But, like, well, well that's what historians have learned about how the celebration was done was done but it's it it's it uh, the the painting really it, it really captures your eye honestly you, you guys should check it out it's pretty cool yeah very uh very interesting painting uh you know very nat- naturalistic uh, excellent proportioning and use of space and the textures are just excellent um oil painting is is oil-based painting is very awesome because you can get intricate, uh, intricate detail and and textures, uh, which you can't couldn't get with painting before oil painting. But I, I won't go into that. Um, I'm an art history nerd myself, so <laughs> this is this is fun. Yeah, yeah it, it's always good to have like an image of how, you know, what what we're talking about, some type of interpretation and Lupercalia for sure, like like. This is the most interesting aspect of St. Valentine's or Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, this is the very origins of it. So, uh, yeah, if you want to see what a Lupercalia festival might have looked like, go on our Facebook, check out this painting. Uh, that's going to do it for us today. Um, you can uh, – don't forget to you know check out our Facebook, follow us over there. It's Origins, a history podcast. And you can listen uh, to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Stitcher. Uh, and yes, we will have this this artwork up on on Facebook. So thanks for hanging out with us, and we will see you guys next week. Happy T- Valentine's! Yeah, totally. Yeah, Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Like, don't spend too much money, but spend some money. It's you got to right. You got to spend some money now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyway, Happy Valentine's Day, everyone, and we will see you guys next week when we are going to talk about origins of the stock market. Oh, sweet. <laughs>